0: What is up guys? It is Quinn here back with another video. And today we're going to be jumping into my first piece of week one content. So, you know, throughout the season, week two, week three, week four, I'll be starting my uh, start sit videos on Tuesday, you know, because we'll have seen all the Sunday games, the Thursday night game, the Monday night game, and then I'll go through my start sits. Since this is week one, I feel like people are kind of itching to get some week one content. They want to go through start sit videos. They want to see rankings waiver wire stuff all of that so we're going to start it off a little bit early today putting this out on a saturday you know since i am putting it out you know a few days before i normally would there may be a little bit less clarity in terms of like injuries um stuff like that like is someone going to be questionable are they out are they going to be locked into the lineup so these are things where i'll kind of talk through what players maybe are questionable dealing with injuries um and then you guys can always come through comment You know, on another YouTube video asking about a start sit question, and I'll be getting back to all of you guys. For those of you who are new this year to the channel, you haven't seen, you know, my start sit style of video, the way that I do it, the way that I think is the best kind of content for you guys, is I go through every single matchup. So I'll go through all 16 games, you know, every single running back that's you know fantasy relevant, and I'll talk about whether or not I would trust them in my starting lineup. I don't go into the week saying I need to choose this number of running backs you know, like I need 32 starts, I need this many sits. It's really just, you know, what players I feel comfortable throwing into my lineup. This would be, you know, for your standard 10, 12 team league. Obviously it's gonna change if you're in like an 18 league, a 20 team league, you know, 18 league, obviously you're gonna wanna start the studs, 20 team, you know, you're gonna start some guys who maybe are fringe starts In other leagues. I'm also going to have timestamps down below. So if you guys just want to jump around to your specific matchups, your specific running backs, that is totally fine. Do that. I feel like that's everything before we hop into it. If you guys do enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. And then like I said earlier, any questions, start, sit, waiver, wire, trade advice. If you still haven't drafted yet, you have a question about that, drop those down below. I'll try to get back to every single person. But let's jump into the first matchup. We've got a stacked Thursday night game here with the Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams. That should be super fun. At the running back position, to be completely honest with you, it's not exactly, you know, you don't have workhorse guys on each side. For the Bills, I think this is a tough spot because it is week one. We're not sure, you know, how these committees are going to play out. We don't know exactly what role certain players are going to have. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting either Devin Singletary or James Cook. If I was choosing one of them, I would go with Devin Singletary. At this point, I just don't know what his exact role is going to be. I think we may see Zach Moss involved a little bit. So if you're desperate to start him, I don't think he's the worst guy to have in your lineup. I just wouldn't prefer it. And then for James Cook, you know, rookie may start to, you know, burst out later in the season. He's someone I wouldn't want in my starting lineup just yet for the Rams, it looks like both Acres and Henderson are going to be ready to go. I'm not someone who is super in on Acres as a draft pick, but I think he's someone you can start here. The way I look at Cam Acres, I think he's going to get a lot of the work early on. They're going to evaluate, you know, his performance, how well is he recovered from that Achilles? Like is he back to the Cam Acres of old? If he gets that workload, he's playing well. I think he's someone they're going to keep giving the ball to. If he struggles early on, then maybe you see this become more of a committee. So I'll start Akers in week one, and then I will sit Daryl Henderson behind him as kind of like his handcuff. Moving over to the Sunday slate of games, starting it off here with the Saints, Alvin Kamara is a clear-cut start. It looks like he's gonna be, you know, not suspended. He'll be ready to go week one, high-end RB1 play, and then you're sitting his backup, Mark Ingram. For the Falcons, Cordero Patterson kind of slots in as a fringe guy, If he's your RB2, I probably don't love it unless it's like, you know, a zero RB team. But I think he's totally flexible for these like RB2s, RB3s on the Falcons, Damien Williams, Tyler Algier. I think it's possible at some point in the season, one of those guys becomes startable. We just don't really know how that role is going to play out. Like, which one of those guys is going to get that Mike Davis role? We just don't know yet. So I don't want either of those guys in my lineup. Then we've got the Browns taking on the Panthers. Just all starts across the board here. I'd feel confident starting Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Obviously, you know, you trust uh, Nick Chubb more, but Kareem Hunt should be a solid, you know, back-end RB2 option, flex play. And then for the Panthers, you have Christian McCaffrey locked in as one of your top running backs. Then we have the 49ers taking on the Bears. For the 49ers, you're obviously rolling with Elijah Mitchell. I think he's totally startable. Decent matchup here for the 49ers. And then you're sitting his backups, Ty Davis-Price and Jeff Wilson. For the Bears, starting David Montgomery, sitting his handcuff, Khalil Herbert. Pretty simple so far with a lot of these games. Jump into Steelers-Bangles. This one is also pretty cut and dry. You're clearly starting Najee Harris, and you're clearly starting Joe Mixon. No really drama with that one. Here's where things start to get interesting. Next up, we have the Eagles taking on the Lions. At this point, Miles Sanders has been dealing with a hamstring injury for a pretty long time now. I believe he has returned to practice, but I don't think they've you know confirmed him in for Sunday's game. If you know later in the week we're hearing that Miles Sanders is 100%. he's gonna have that same workload. you know he's gonna be the number one. If he's good to go full workload, I think he's a start. But if we're hearing either he's not playing, I still don't really trust Gainwell or Boston Scott. I feel like that could turn into a committee anyway. And if he's playing, but they're like not 50, you know, not 100%, maybe on a snap count, I'll just be sitting all these guys. I feel like the Eagles are probably going to be a committee anyway. So unless Miles Sanders, who's the top guy, is 100% healthy, I'm not interested in starting him. And then, you know, maybe if Miles Sanders is missing week two, week three, After week one, we'll have a better idea of if you want to start Gainwell or Boston Scott. But at this point, like if Sanders is out, I think you could see Gainwell get like the third down work, some early down work, but then you'd have Boston Scott taking the goal line, and it would just kind of turn into a gross situation. On the other side with the Lions, I think you have DeAndre Swift locked in as a start, and then Jamal Williams is sitting behind him. Moving on to Colts-Texans, you're obviously starting Jonathan Taylor I think Naheem Hines is someone who could become startable in certain matchups. For me, you know, I just want to see him have a consistent role before I plug him into my lineup. So he's a sit for the Texans. I think Damian Pierce is kind of on this fringe here. I do have him listed as a start. I would kind of hope you have better options or maybe a better wide receiver to plug in for the flex, but I do think he's going to get the majority of the early down carries. Likely the red zone work. So I do think he's startable, but probably not someone you're, you know, overly excited to plug into your lineup, and then sitting likely their third down back, Rex Burkhead. Then we go to a divisional game between the Patriots and the Dolphins. And it was really tough to kind of analyze this Patriots backfield. This is a spot where I actually listed both Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson as sits. This is also a spot where I think if you're maybe a little bit desperate, maybe your running back's injured. I don't think they're the worst starts in the world. It's just a backfield where I'm not really sure how this is gonna shake out. I feel like early on it could be very 50-50. The Patriots are not favored in this game against the Dolphins, so it's not a situation where, you know, they're playing the Jets, where they can just, you know, run it a million times and, you know, rack up a ton of rushing volume for these guys. So I'd prefer to sit them if you need them to start. I don't think it's like. Horrible, You know, I don't think you're totally screwed in week one, but they're players where I'd rather, you know, sit them and then see what's kind of happening with this backfield. Then with the Dolphins, I'm starting Chase Edmonds. Dolphins backfield is also a little bit of a mystery here. I do think we kind of know that Chase Edmonds has that third down role, is likely also going to get some early down carries. And is just a player I trust out of this backfield. And then I'll be sitting his teammate Raheem Mostert. The next matchup we have here is between the Ravens and the Jets. The Ravens are another backfield where it's kind of a mystery right now, and the reason why it's a mystery is because we just don't know what's going on here with J.K. Dobbins. It's kind of similar to this Miles Sanders thing. If J.K. Dobbins is playing week one, and they say he is 100%, you know, he's a full go, no snap count, they're not going to limit him, I do think you start him because this could turn into a game where, you know, the Ravens just rack up a ton of rushing volume. But I also think it's possible either J.K. Dobbins just straight up doesn't play or he's limited. We saw Saquon coming off that ACL tear last year, struggled the first two weeks, then really picked it up. You know, week three, week four Dobbins is someone who's really only going to score points on the ground and then potentially, you know, on touchdowns. So he's not someone who can snag all these points in a variety of different ways. So if he's not, you know, getting his full workload, he is not someone I want in the starting lineup. And if he is limited, or even if he's out, I just don't know where the Ravens are gonna go. Is it gonna be Kenyon Drake? Is it gonna be Mike Davis? Drake is obviously the more talented guy, but he also just got into the building. Mike Davis has been there throughout the off season. So it's just kind of a rough situation. But basically the only way I'd wanna start someone in this backfield would be if the Ravens say J.K. Dobbins is 100% and he's getting that full workload, then he'd be a start. Otherwise, I'm sitting him. Now onto the Jets backfield, this is kind of a tough situation also because it seems like Carter and Brees Hall are going to be in a pretty solid committee. Carter may even start off the season as the number one option. For me, I do have Brees Hall listed as a start and Michael Carter as a sit. I just think Brees Hall is the more talented guy. If one of these guys is going to break out, I do think it's Brees Hall. I also kind of you know, have the expectation that if you drafted Brees Hall third, fourth, maybe fifth round... He's probably already slotted in a spot on your team where you're gonna have to start him. So I would just say temper your expectations early on for Brees Hall. I think he's gonna be a guy who breaks out week five, week six. So maybe he's not giving you elite production early on. I still would throw him in my flex, my RB2 spot. I think he's fine, but I do think he's a player who's gonna backload his points. The next game we have is between the Jaguars and the Washington football team. For the Jaguars, we're starting Travis Etienne. It looks like James Robinson should be good to go, but he is someone I'm going to be sitting. ETN just has that receiving upside. He's likely also going to be getting a decent number of carries. I think James Robinson is going to have to produce maybe on the goal line. Like that's going to be his route to fantasy production. And I just don't know if that's a, you know, a great thing to rely upon for this Jaguars offense. For Washington, Antonio Gibson has kind of you know walked into this starting spot with Brian Robinson obviously suffering like – gunshot wounds just wild stuff but that kind of makes antonio gibson startable here i think he's basically going to have that same role he had last year where he's not going to be a high ceiling player but he's probably going to be mid to back end rb2 and someone you're able to plug into your lineup especially in a uh, matchup that's probably going to be pretty solid against the jaguars sitting his uh backup i guess third down back jd mckissick you know mckissick can provide fantasy value but certain games. He's going to have two receptions for 10 yards and the next game. It's going to be six for 60 and a touchdown, just not someone I want to rely upon. And if you're in a 10 or 12 team league and you have to start him, you know, week one, you're probably not in a great spot. Next game here between the giants and Titans, easy work. You're obviously starting Saquon and you're obviously starting Derrick Henry. That leads us into the chiefs Cardinals matchup for the chiefs. I know CEH has kind of been, you know, left for dead. People don't love them. A lot of CEH haters out there. I still think he's startable. I still think he's the number one in this Chiefs offense. And then I know uh, Isaiah Pacheco has gotten a lot of buzz out of camp. I just think he's a straight up backup. And then Jarek McKinnon is likely getting third down work. So I'm sitting both Pacheco and McKinnon starting CEH. And then for the Cardinals, you're obviously starting James Conner and then sitting the potential third down backs, either you know Benjamin or Daryl Williams. Can't trust either of those guys early on. Moving into a divisional matchup between the Raiders and the Chargers. For the Raiders, I think Josh Jacobs is going to be you know what he's been mid to back end you know RB2 option. I think he's going to be you know a low ceiling player, but someone you can trust in your lineup. Sitting as backup, Zamir White. And then for the Chargers, obviously you are starting Austin Eckler in another divisional game. Some pretty clear starts: Packers, Vikings. You're obviously starting Aaron Jones. You're obviously starting Dalvin Cook. And then AJ Dillon is a guy I do think you can start as a back end running back to or a flex play. I think he's obviously gonna be involved. Obviously, you don't like him as much as Aaron Jones, but someone I do think you can plug into your lineup. That's gonna lead us into the Sunday night football matchup. A great game here between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys for the Bucks. Pretty clearly starting Leonard Fournette. You know, Rashad White, I think, is a really nice handcuff, but obviously not someone you're gonna be considering starting when Lenny is, you know, healthy. At least at this point in the season, maybe he works out a third down roll. But at this point, it's just Lenny. He's the clear starter. For the Cowboys, this is a, kind of a terrible matchup here. The Bucks have a, an amazing run defense. I believe they shut out both Zeke and Pollard last year, at least in terms of you know efficiency. So this is a spot where I straight up don't love either guy. I think this is gonna be a spot in certain matchups. Both of these guys are gonna be startable. Like I think you will be able to start Zeke and Pollard you know, in future weeks. This is not one of them. I have Zeke listed as a start. Don't love it. And then I have Pollard as a sit. I just think Zeke is more likely to kind of fall into a goal line opportunity, the chance to get a touchdown, you know, one two yard rush. So that is why he is here. But I think this is probably going to be a pretty inefficient game for both of these guys, uh, both Zeke and Pollard. So just kind of keep that in mind. You know, if Zeke struggles week one, but he has the workload this isn't a spot where we start to panic this is what we'd expect from the bucks defense and then on to monday night football we have the broncos traveling to seattle to take on the seahawks for the broncos starting javante williams sitting melvin gordon i really think this is going to be a closer committee than people are anticipating i've been pretty off on javante williams i think it's going to be 55 45 60 40 but you know in that case you're still starting javante williams and you are sitting melvin gordon then we have the Seahawks here, and there's a few different situations here. Kenneth Walker is currently dealing with an injury. Pete Carroll's been pretty, you know, ambiguous about it. We don't really know if he's going to be ready for week one. I don't think he is going to be ready. If Kenneth Walker does not play, I think Rashad Penny is a pretty strong start. If Kenneth Walker is healthy and 100%, I'm probably sitting both of these guys. If Walker is limited on a snap count, then I do think you can start Rashad Penny. Basically, if Penny's the clear-cut starter, you're starting Penny. If both of them are healthy, I would fade both of them just because I don't want a uh, committee and a bad offense in a game they're probably going to be losing pretty early on. So that's my take on that game. That is all 16 matchups. So you know, every single fantasy relevant running back. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. If you have any questions, like I said at the top, start sits, uh, waiver wire, trade advice, Uh, maybe you haven't done your draft yet, you want help there, anything, drop it down below. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'm going to be doing start sits for wide receivers tomorrow, and then I think I'll do quarterbacks and tight ends uh, both on Monday. Then we'll get into some rankings, maybe some waiver wire players also. Haven't decided on that. If you enjoyed, stayed all the way to the end. Thank you. Do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you guys tomorrow with the wide receivers.